eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? Oh shit, what up? Oh, there he is. Are you excited? Yeah. Are you excited for Deadpool week, my man? I'm very excited. That's why I came out hot. I swore. Second word I said today was a swear. Because I'm all excited for R-rated comic book movies. Yes, R-rated comic book movies. Let's settle this, the debate right now. Is it R-rated comic book movies or rated R comic book movies? Oh, boy. Uh, it's a predicament. Oof. Yeah, you just threw me. Yeah, that put my mind in a pretzel. I don't know what to do. You're the literary guy. I thought maybe you would know the answer to this. And but you know, you read the title, so if you're listening to this, you know what we decided on. But a little peek behind the curtain, I have no idea. I say it the other way every time. Yeah, comic book movies which have an R rating. <laughs> which have been given the distinction of an R of, rating. Yeah. Of whom the rating is yes. R. Hey, so this is a funny little anecdote. I we we were doing the podcast when the first Deadpool came out, and it's not yep. available on iTunes anymore, so I put it up on YouTube. You can go to youtube.com slash dorkpodcast. I know it's not the easiest thing to listen to a thing on YouTube, but whatever. It's on there now. And I was, I was skipping through. I was like, oh, I, I want to re- see what we gave it, because this was like the day after the movie came out. Like, What did we give it for a rating? And that, sir, was the episode where you came up with our rating system. I came up with that? Yes, you did. We were we were kicking it around. We were like, all right, what, what would you give the movie? And we we're like, you know, we had like grade scores. Like, we didn't really know what to do. Again, this was February of 2016. It was wow. episode 37 overall. And you were like, you know what would be the dorkiest score system? Would be Infinity Gems. And I was, I, I immediately loved it. And I think, I think I gave it a five and a half, and you gave it a five right out of the shoot. Wow, look at that. Pretty I good. I didn't even know that. I- Wow, I thought you came up with that. No, that was that was a Arvon D idea. Wow, how far we've come, huh? We we really I, I got a real good kick out of my out of it there. So go check that out on the uh, the YouTube uh, if if you must to hear what we said about the first uh, Deadpool movie. Next week, of course, will be Deadpool two. Today is R rated or rated R comic book movies. But before we get to all that, Ryan, we got to get to the news. <laughs> TV shows, Ryan, are getting the axe, 
Some are getting picked up, but a lot of them are getting the axe, including three pretty good shows. I would even argue very good shows. The Last Man on Earth, which I love. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is a very good show. I, I stopped watching it more just because there's so much going on. I'm a busy man, Ryan, as you know. You're a very busy person, especially during playoff season. Right. I, every night you're watching the Bruins, Celtics, you, you know, Warriors, Rockets. You're, you're watching everything. Red Sox are on all the while. So I'm yep. not watching as much TV as I would like, but I would still say it's a very good show. And I also think the worst out of the bunch, but still good for a, for a couple of laughs, is The Mick. But Fox canceled all three of those shows. Although you did see that NBC swooped in and uh, grabbed Brooklyn Nine Nine, which is a, which is an awesome idea. I mean, um, you know, Andy Samberg's an NBC guy. He was on Saturday Night Live for a long time. You know, so it's it makes sense. And if there was a show out of these three, I would say that was worth saving. It was probably Brooklyn Nine Nine. I do think it's not the it's not the funniest of the three, but it's the one that has. It's the biggest mass appeal. Yeah, it's a solid show. And like its first year on the scene, it won a ton of awards. I don't know if it was Golden Globes or whatever. It won like a bunch of things for year one. And the show even got better. And then for whatever reason, it didn't win awards anymore. But people liked it. And my, I was thinking, too, as I was watching this and Last Man and Barry, and I, I still haven't seen the very last episode of Barry, but the first seven have been great. It's oh, amazing. Awesome. And I'm exactly, which is funny because I'm right the same place with you. I, I'm just waiting to the end of the day so I can watch the last episode of Barry because I was a little bit behind. Yeah. But people are saying that, like, the last episode is, like, Bill Hader is, like, unbelievable, and it's, like, the best episode of the series. Well, and he says that season two is going to be darker. And so I oh, haven't seen it yet. Darker than this? Jesus. That's what they said. Uh, my wife watches this show, and we don't have a lot of shows that we both watch, so this is one that I'll wait around. Like, normally I would have already finished it, but... It's pretty amazing when you look at uh, you know SNL. Like there was a stretch where you know besides Will Ferrell, not a lot of SNL people were doing a whole lot. Especially when you talk yeah. about sitcoms, like they might make a, a one-off movie that's not bad. But when you look at Will Forte really being the brains behind Last Man on Earth, Bill Hader with Barry and Sandberg with Brooklyn Nine Nine, like that's pretty impressive stuff. That's pretty impressive. That's a good oh, run. And a little bit of news from the Davy household. Speaking oh. of HBO shows, yes, I would love to hear some news. Uh, how did you feel about Silicon Valley? That finishing up. Uh, so that I did finish. I watched all of it. I will say yeah. I was pleasantly surprised by this season because even though TJ Miller is, it seems like a disaster of a human. He was, I thought, the funniest part of the show. But the combination yeah. of Jared and Jin Yang and Gilfoyle, I ended up, I ended up enjoying the season. And the, what made Jared for the season was his line, and it's not a spoiler, but like his line in the last episode when he looks the guy dead in the eye and goes, "You want to die today, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought that was, the, that was the funniest part of the whole season. Didn't he say, um, how do you want to die? Yeah, my wife is out on Silicon Valley. I and can, rightfully yeah, so. I, I see, see And I this it. is why she's frustrated. It's because, like, how are these guys so intelligent and they can't get out of their own way? No, like, I know. it happens it's... every season. Like, we're getting some headway. We got this new idea. It's complete. Pied Piper is now, like, a completely new thing, like, every season. It's it's pretty predictable the show, and I'm surprised yeah. that I thought this was gonna be there last year. They they are one of the shows that got renewed uh, for season six, I think, next year, and they're talking about even doing more after that. But it's got to go somewhere. Now. Like they have to have some success. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So so, uh, so you know how I feel about spoilers. I'm not a fan of spoilers. But Last Man on Earth, all I would say is I, I watched the whole season and. You you really want to see another season, or like you want to see a movie, or you want to see something. Like it's kind of unfair, you know. Some of these shows kind of have an idea they're going to be done, and they they sort of like here it is. But this is one where 
they they leave you kind of on a cliffhanger almost, you know. So you're like, that's too bad. What's going to happen? And who knows? Shows get brought. Fucking Roseanne's on the air now, so maybe it gets brought back down the road. Or I was wondering, even though it it lasted longer than Firefly, I wonder if they can go Firefly Serenity. Like if enough people support Last Man on Earth, and like Netflix is like, all right, we'll give you like you know six episodes, and you can wrap this thing up. Like that would be that'd be great. That'd be good. Yeah. I'd like I can that. see that happening. Now, so Last Man gets canceled, but Gotham is getting a fifth and final season. <laughs> finally, someone's putting someone's putting the bullet in that thing's head. You know, <laughs> finally. Oh uh, yeah, I, I, I've bailed on Gotham. Uh, here's some good news, TV wise. Rick and Morty, Ryan, is getting seventy. That's seven zero more episodes. Which is mo- it's combined more than the shows had right in the first three seasons. I think they've had like thirty episodes. <laughs> yeah, so it's like. Which is great, which is great news. It's, it's good news. It's a double-edged sword because you and I have resisted for the longest time, and Wesley from the Boxers podcast has been, ever since we've started talking to him, he's been like, you guys got to do Rick and Morty. You got to do Rick and Morty. got to do Rick and Morty. And we've been resistant to it, but now I think we kind of have to do it. Yeah, I think we're going to have to. We're going to have to do a Rick yeah. and Morty episode, which will be good. It'll be hard to do it, you know, just because the show is so good. It's so smart, but we got to we'll figure it out. And it's so hard to explain. Like, it's so hard to explain, like, why, you like, why we like it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but oh, it's I, it's bizarre, but we could figure we could definitely figure out a way to to do it. We'll do a Rick. And if Morty. I could, if I can convince you by saying you can talk as much about Chair and Itty as much as you want. Oh my God! If Chair and Itty, if they appear in the next season, it'll. Oh, you know they are. You know they're going to be uh, in the background. Somewhere. I hope so. I really hope Chair so. Or this is my hope: is you know how sometimes they watch like interdimensional TV or whatever the hell they call it. Like they watch yeah. all the different channels. Yeah. If you pop it on and we actually get to see the real Apple Stan Caper, the real Apple Stan Caper from 1998, <laughs> that would make my life if they could just somehow find I'm a way sure to give me the Apple Stan Caper. Did you see Ryan the poster for the new film from Jordan Peele? It's entitled Us. It, it did. Co- it comes it out did. March 15th, 2019. Uh, it says the new nightmare from Jordan Peele, and the rumored cast includes Lupita Nyong'o, Elizabeth Moss, and Winston Duke. So it's basically uh, a horror Black Panther with uh, a little bit of Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> That's correct. That's what we're going for. Yeah. A Handmaid's Panther. I <laughs> <laughs> should for market it. that movie. Or Black Tail. It's really your choice. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm going with Handmaid's Panther, but I'm looking forward to that. And it is a horror. Like the the poster doesn't really give you much. It's got like two kind of like you know what are those silhouettes or whatever, kind of like side to back to back. Yeah. And then, but it says New Nightmare, so it's it's not going to be a comedy. It doesn't look like it's going to be another horror movie. So nope. I'm excited for that. Ryan, uh, the Russo brothers, they've been making the rounds here, and they answered some more questions about Infinity War. I'm gonna again. Very anti-spoiler here on the podcast. So this may be, the, the next time we do another YouTube video, maybe we'll get into it there. We're not going to do it here. Maybe there's, maybe there's the one person that hasn't seen Infinity War yet listening, so we're, we're not going to get into it. But they, they talked about some things, some questions, uh, and they, they answered some. They didn't answer others, which would, I think, lead to more speculation, if you, if you follow. I follow. I'm picking up what you're putting down. All right. Great. Anything else? You got any other news? No, I got some news. It's time for Davey's video game minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. What's half some? What's the, here we go. So 
in two weeks, or no, it's about a month from now, um, E3 is happening. So th- what you're having this week is a lot of things are coming out, a lot of trailers. Uh, one of the ones that's making some noise right now is this is a game, and um, talking to people at Bethesda, which I did, randomly, odd, odd thing, but I actually um, <laughs> right. know somebody at Bethesda, and talking to them, one of their greatest, like, I asked them, like, what's, like, your biggest miss? And they said it was a game called Rage. Like, they thought that this game was going to be, like, the next big thing, and it just didn't really pan out. Mm. Um, so Rage 2 is coming out, um, I believe, in the fall. Um, but they had a trailer for it just come out recently right ahead of E3. Um, and it looks as bananas as the fr- It was a good game. It just nobody bought it. You okay. know, it was one of those situations. So um, I would say if you haven't played Rage, like, give it a shot. Um, it was kind of like a precursor to uh, id Software's newest Doom, mm. um, which was phenomenal. Um, which is another Bethesda title, if you want to check that out. Um, so that that came out, and there, there's been other trailers along the way that have been coming out, and certain things that are being teased. Um, this game from Ho- uh, Hideo Kojima, Death Stranding, which has Norman Reedus and uh, Mods Mikkelsen in it, Ooh, continues Mods. to look. It continues to look just completely insane. Like nobody knows what it's about or whatever, but you know. Um, I got some hands-on um, in Fortnite news. Uh, I got some hands-on with Thanos, and that was we talked about it last week when I think when it first came out. Yeah, and said that it was happening. It was kind of fun. Yeah, it's not you bad. Know? It was cool. Like, I, I'm glad I played it. I got killed by Thanos. I didn't get a chance to get the gauntlet, but I was like, that's good enough for me. I'm done. It's good enough. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, that's that's fine. Um, there is a new League of Legends character coming out, so mm. I know there's like four or five people excited for that. Oh, gotta be. Yeah. Oh, gotta be yeah, right. Sure, there is. Um, or sorry, they call them champions in that game, I believe. Right. Um, and the biggest news, Richard, yeah. is that your own Arvon D is now a PC gamer. How about you? Look at the big balls! Me? Wow, going in the leagues, right? Yeah. Wow. Just, just dropping the hammer on everybody. So, what are you playing? What are you playing on that right now? Well, here's the thing. So, here's what happened. So, I'm like, all right. So, Fortnite's free. So, I figured that's going to be the first thing I do is like try to play Fortnite. I thought you were out on Fortnite. I was out, but like you're back in. It's you know when you get like a new setup and you're like all right it's free like I don't have to pay for it like I'm yes. gonna have to pay for Overwatch again which sucks. Um, Are you gonna play PC Overwatch even though your whole squad plays PS4 look, Overwatch? Look, I'm just trying to get on, I'm just trying to get on a team here. I'm trying to make the team any way I can, Rich. I know, but you're on a PS4 team. But the Contender League is calling me. Oh my God! I don't know if they are. Uh, they might. I don't know. Anyway, so so you can you, you twitch go with this? Your pre- are you gonna twitch your PC gaming? Well, that's I'm trying to set that up okay. now, but it's, right. it's I, I got to tell you, you have to run dual monitors to do this. It it, it is very uh, more involved than I thought it was going to be. But um, now I killed my point. You know what right, I'm so going to do? It's, I'm, it's, I'm, uh, what are you going to do? I was going to go ahead. You talk. <laughs> I was say, Your show. I was well. It's our show. I was going to say <laughs> this just reminded me. You're talking about dual monitors. I was like, I don't know how to switch. Uh, put Twitch on my old. You know. Old school Nintendo and television. I was thinking of just maybe asking my wife to hold my phone and record me playing Mega Man Two, and then tweet and out the video. You yelling at her and hold the camera steady, <laughs> steady as you're yelling at the game steady! and throwing things. Steady, <laughs> That'd be fun. That'd be a nice, uh, nice moment for the two of us. I think to that share. That would be great. Yeah, that's that's how you build relationships. Yes, you know. But I'm sorry, I interrupted you. You were talking about your PC gamer now, and you've deserted us PS4 gamers. No, I haven't deserted you. The play of, so basically, I have two. They're both hooked up to the same monitor, so I can switch back and forth. But I will tell you this, Richard. Um, you play Fortnite first. you know. And i got to tell you, all the best Fortnite players are playing PC, because Jesus, did I die immediately <laughs> playing that game. Did you go for and a good float? That, I think I've been six or seven years like not playing with a keyboard and mouse. Oh, and yeah. It is not like riding a bike. 
You should have gone for a float. You would have made it into the top 20, no problem. You know what I did? I went for a little bit of a float. Yeah. And then kind of dropped into a place where I thought I was, I'm fine. Like, I'm on, like, a hill. Like, wow. I'm, no, one, no one's good. around me. Yeah. Died immediately. And hey, those kids can play. Uh, shout out to our buddy Shime Time. This guy's been twitching up a storm. And he plays he Fortnite for hours and hours. And so I tuned in last night. Just randomly, random time. He's in the middle of a game. And would you, would you believe it? He wins the game. Like, this guy wins, I think, now more than he loses. He's insane. So if you're interested in that uh, Fortnite but that's a PS4 guy. It's not a, it's not a, a PS4 PC guy. guy. But so check, check out Shime Time. So speaking of that, Richard, do you ever get tired of being right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I. it's an everyday occurrence for sure. I know. Yeah. So we'll, uh, I will tell you again that, you know, we took a lot of heat. You know, people, when we first started doing this and saying, you know, we, we're PlayStation guys and people are like, oh, Xbox or blah, 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 blah. Right? Yeah. PlayStation, as of right now, is blowing Xbox out of the water in terms of sales. <laughs> so I'm it, glad you added out of right. the water. No, really. Like, honestly. No, like, I know. It, was just, it would have meant a lot different. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a much different sentence had you just said what you were going to say. But anyway, PS, yeah, P- PlayStation better than Xbox. That's just it's, how it it's is. It's much yeah. better than Xbox. And I think yeah. a lot of it has to do with, like, the exclusive titles. Like, where are Xbox's ex- exclusive titles? Right. Other it, than, like, uh, what's that one, the pirate game there? Sea of Thieves? Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean Lego version? Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, so that's, that's good to know, that we're on the right track, that we're on the winning side of history. Oh, I got uh, something else for you for the Davy Video Game Minute. I just saw that they are going to be re-releasing the mini Nintendo. Yes, they are. So that's going to come out this summer. Uh, that was my next point, actually, so thank you. How about that? I'm yep. just moving things along. That's all I'm doing. I like I liked the, uh, the back and forth here, but I was just trying to get to the next point. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, they're going to be back on the shelves this summer. If you haven't picked one up, now's the time to do it. I guarantee you they're not going to make enough of them again, and they're going to sell out really quickly. So, or what What's you can do pri- is just, do, you, do you know what the price point is? Is it going to be the same? It's like 60 bucks. It was 60 bucks. I hope it's yeah. the same, and hopefully they made a lot of them. Now, I wonder if I should get it because my old Nintendo does work. But I have like I don't have the original controller. I have like one of like the turbo kind of controllers. Oh, so yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. ideal, and I'm missing maybe a handful of the games that are in there. So I don't know if it's worth it or not. But if somebody would like to buy me one, I would definitely take it. Yeah, if someone were like some video game store were to sponsor this uh, podcast right. and you know throw us sauce us some um, free classic NESs, that would that would be great. Yeah, we give you guys a shout out. We can enjoy the game. It's really it's yours scratching my back. Your I'm scratching yours. And with that, I will say once more that this, this episode of Davies Video Game Minute is brought to you by the good people at Illusion Grips. For your most affordable grips, please go to illusiongrips.ticktail.com and get them and buy all their stuff, and they're great. And tell Kyle we said hi. I need to, uh, yeah, if you do get anything, be like, Dork sent us. That'll help us, I think. Exactly. Hashtag, hashtag Dorks the Podcast. And now, without further ado, let's get to the topic du jour, Ryan. The what? The topic du jour. It's the topic of the day. And today... It is either R-rated comic book movies or rated R comic book movies. It's tomato, tomato. You choose. These are comic book movies with an R rating. Maybe that's what the title will be. I don't know. There, yeah. I don't, I comic don't book movies of which have an, which have an R rating. Son of, a, son of a bitch. So I don't know. I'm just trying to not end a sentence in a preposition. I have a long list here, Ryan. Now, these are not every single rated R comic book movie. These are the ones that I think are a little bit more mainstream, ones that you were more likely to see, and we can sort of go through them in chronological order, and then at the end we can talk about best, worst, and maybe some other ones that we hope one day will become R-rated comic book movies. Are you ready? 
Let's do it. All right, I'm starting in 1991. This was the first time on film they said, we're going to roll out the Punisher, and who better to do that than Dolph Lundgren? (laughs) (laughs) This was the first in a series of misses on my end. The Punisher is probably one of my five favorite characters of all time. And what they've done in the Netflix series is fantastic. Like, introducing him in Daredevil Season 2, he was great. The standalone Punisher season, I would say, had highs and lows. Like, there was times where it was kind of a bore, but, like, the the actual character himself might have been perfect. Like, that's who I envisioned. Not as much Dolph Lundgren, not as much some of the other ones we're going to get to. But this was a a tough early start, but at least they took a stab at at a pretty good Marvel character. And again, there, there were two PG-13 Punishers that came after this, right? Believe it or not, those were also rated R. The Thomas Jane one was? Yeah. Oh, man. I and didn't the, think so the, either. And I they, know the Warzone was, too. Warzone with Ray Stevenson definitely was. The Thomas Jane was is on this list, and I couldn't. I was surprised, too, because it seems very tame. But, I mean, they do kill his family and, and all that stuff, so maybe. Yeah, there's some dark elements there. But, again, yeah. like you said, Dolph Lundgren... Um, Bit of a miss here. I would say it was a miss. Now, 1994, again, these are all comic book movies, so it's not just Marvel, it's not just DC, uh, inspired by the the, uh, the comic. 1994's The Crow. Yeah. Love this I mean, movie. This is, this is what, I love this movie. Yeah. Um, and it's still, it's still good. I mean, the, and the thing about this, like, uh, uh, the, the story itself is loosely based on the comic. The comic is way darker yeah. than, than the movie. Um, but... Uh, it's a great story. Brandon Lee is fantastic in it. Um, the music, the soundtrack is like one of the best movie soundtracks ever put on. Like, like not not score, but the actual soundtrack. The soundtrack is amazing, and it's yep. like think, you know, 1994. You look, you think of the the movie that it is. It's got sort of it's a, it got a very uh, goth look to it. Obviously, you yep. know, The Crow, which later inspired Sting, the wrestler, to have like such a resurgence. Like the original Sting character was getting pretty tired and lame. You're like, oh, he's... he had like the high the high top. High top, top blonde, yeah, blonde. blonde. Yeah. He's got a little bit of face paint. He's got no shirt. He's got like the tights. He looks, and you know, his former partner back in the day was the Ultimate Warrior. He kind of looked Ultimate Warrior-ish, except he had the haircut of Guile from Street Fighter. Correct. And then they change it up, and he goes straight. He just rips off directly the crow, which I believe was a uh, Razor Ramon slash Scott Hall idea. I believe mm-hmm. behind the scenes he recommended that or something like that. But anyway. So he goes into that and then ends up having a great career. But I still go back to Brandon Lee was shot and killed while filming the movie. Yep. I don't understand how this isn't a bigger deal and how it isn't mentioned every single day. Like, this is insane. To, like, think about if Heath Ledger died while making The Dark Knight, what a story that would be. Oh, absolutely. And I think, it, like... And it was such a weird story. Like, yeah. there was one live bullet. Like, there, it was the scene where he was getting shot, like, like a bunch of people were shooting at him. He's on the table, right? And there's, yep. like, all the gangsters around him or all, or all the creeps or the gang members or whatever they are. Right. They all just open fire. It's, it's a chaos scene. And, and there was one yeah. live bullet that somehow got him. It's nuts. And it's actually, it would be even crazier than Heath Ledger, to be honest. Not that the movie yeah. is good, but... Because he's the lead, like he is the guy. He's in like every scene. He's he's ter- terrific in the movie too, and he died while making the movie. Like it's just it's crazy to me. And there's all these like you would love keep conspiracies. There's all these conspiracies yeah. that like the triad was involved. Like people who were after his dad like took it out. Like the yeah. like the Chinese oh, yeah. 
people were after like it was it's crazy and this movie would have made Brandon Lee a star like we can say that now because it obviously never happened but like this movie's it's and it, it's still good today I, I remember like watching it, it I, I think you might have had the DVD or something in high school. Of course maybe I did. maybe yeah. that was the first time I watched it because I definitely went out and bought it myself. But I remember watching. I think it might have been with you. I watched it for the first time. I'm like this movie is incredible. Like I, yeah. I loved everything. Like first of all, I love Vigilante and Revenge Justice. Like there's nothing sweeter than that. And then you you have the character uh, of of Brandon, Brandon Lee's character. It was just so good. He was so. It was, I thought it was well acted. I thought the whole thing was really good. And now they ended up ruining it. They had like a whole bunch of sequels oh, yeah. and all this other bullshit. Now that badass Edward Furlong. Ugh. That, now they're making they're rebooting this, and I'm wondering, and and they're doing it with Jason Momoa. Yep. Is this is this got a chance? You think they're calling it um, the Crow Reborn, and it's coming out next year? Well, that's the working title. I think okay. they just I think it's just like a straight reboot. Um, and what's funny is that like. Eric Draven, the the guy who plays the, yeah. the, the character of the Crow, is, yeah, right, uh, right, right. is a musician. Jason Momoa is actually a pretty good bass player. Yeah. So I mean, it could work. But I could see it. Now, you you still think it holds up pretty well? Because I wonder if you just pop this in with somebody who hadn't seen it again, like you or I watching it now. We're gonna, yeah, I love this movie. But someone who hadn't, like the whole goth look, is kind of like it's almost a joke now. Whereas before, you're like, oh, look at these guys, you know. But again, now- I think. <laughs> I, I would go as far as to say that this kind of started the whole goth thing. Yeah, maybe it did. Like, the whole goth thing started around this time because of this. Oh, my God. My high school was littered. Not the one I ended up going to, my public oh, yeah, high school. Yeah, <laughs> that the, Our prestigious prep school but shockingly had no goths. Our, my, the high school I would have gone to, like, after 7th and 8th grade, was filled with goths. They had, there was one family that slept in coffins. They were like vampires. Like, they were vampire That's people. Awesome. It was, it was ridiculous, <laughs> is what it was. But they, the place was banged out with goths. They were. It was a bad scene. Um, anything else on the crow? It's awesome. See it. It's awesome. Uh, 1995 had a couple of swings and misses. They had Sylvester Stallone's Judge Dredd and Pamela Anderson's Barb Wire. And this is one of the Judge Dredd with Rob Schneider and Sylvester Stallone. I was stunned that this was rated R. Me too. I was on, it was on the list, and maybe I maybe I didn't do all the proper research, but I didn't. It felt way tamer than that. Yeah, I am the duh. Yeah, <laughs> it's the only one that remembers from that movie. <laughs> yeah, and barbed wire. I remember this. This was like like Coyote Ugly. Like I was sold a bill of goods with this movie. Yeah, and it just did not deliver on anything. She I got think, the barbed wire tattoo though for the movie. I know, and I think she was topless for like the first like thirty seconds of the movie, and then that's it. Yeah, it's. I just remember so I was sold a bill of goods here, and this is like primo Pamela Anderson. Oh, ninety five, absolutely. Yeah. This was also like the movie poster or like the v- VHS like uh, cover, like yep, one of the best. But mm-hmm. the, <laughs> once you actually watch the movie, You're one like, of oh, the what worst. A dump. Yeah. Uh, 1998. Here we go. Marvel. Now, everybody's all hot and bothered by the MCU, or maybe you think back to X-Men, or you think back to Spider-Man, but Marvel really kind of relaunched things back in 1998 with a little movie called Blade. Yeah, and this was a movie that kind of came out of nowhere. Like, I didn't think that this was going to be any good. No. And, like, the character, like, this is an example of taking a character, kind of a fringy Marvel character, you're like, okay, that's a cool idea, and then doing their own kind of thing. Like, they took some of his backstory, they changed some of it up, and he was great. And this was, Pam Anderson in 95 was great. 
Wesley Snipes in 98 was also great. And it was also dark. Great. And like the idea of being like a half vampire, it's just badass. And yeah. this, this one was really good. And this also, think about all the vampire shit that came after this. Yeah, and again, I mean, this kind of, you don't want to call it a, a trend set. There was vampire movies before that. I mean, Interview with a Vampire and Bram Stoker and, like, all that stuff were before Blade, obviously. But, yeah. you know, this idea of, like, and, and Buffy, you know, but this idea yeah. of, like, vampire hunters was uh, pretty yeah, cool. It was sick. And, like, having the, the, some of the strengths of, of a Great vampire. opening scene. The opening scene's off the charts. Oh, I skipped one on here. So I love Blade. I, uh, my yeah. bad. This is, this is right up your alley. 1997's Spawn. And again, another movie, they're remaking this movie. And I think attached to the script are Todd McFarlane, the creator of Spawn, and yes. Kevin Smith. Hmm. Like, Kevin Smith's involved with this. So, so I'm not a huge fan of Kevin Smith when it comes to, like, Kevin Smith's movies. Friend of the podcast, he, Kevin Smith. But he is a fan of comic books. So he I, loves I like them. It. He writes them, He too. loves them. Yeah. Um, and if, if you were to give it, you know, an R, like a hard R rating for the reboot, like, I would say, please do it. Um, but the first Spawn... Uh, with Michael J. White, who actually plays, uh, he's in The Dark Knight. Yeah, he's one of the um, gangsters. Yeah. Oh, what's that? I forget his name. It's it's slipping my mind. Uh, it's like Bishop or something. It's something like that. Yeah. But anyway, he's dead. Um, this movie, I think it fell victim to being like way ahead of its time. Like it was like too progressive. Another awesome soundtrack, by the way. Oh yeah, um, really good soundtrack. What did you think um, of John Leguizamo as the clown? So the the crazy thing about that that's not CGI like he spent like 8 hours a day like hunched over like in that suit and he's never recovered. Like, and no, and, and but like that movie I think if you were to make that today I think it would be much better but like not only that but like the 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 special effects were just not what they should have been. Well, and that's the thing is so when you look at two of these movies like you said they're going to be remade, I really do not have interest in The Crow. Like I would rather just go back and watch The Old Crow. But if you're like, right. oh, they're going to remake Spawn, like I am in on that. Like I yeah. I think they can improve on this last one for sure. Because they have the, the big bad guy and that his name is Mel Bolgia and like it looks ridiculous. Yeah. Like the it looks so bad, but like the movie itself, the the, the idea for the movie is is good and John Leguizamo I thought was the best part of the movie. Oh, you liked him? Okay. I loved him. That right. clown in The Violator. It was awesome. kind of, it was nuts. There's some crazy yeah. scenes in there for sure. Uh, so that was 97. We said Blade in 98. Now you get into the 2000s. Uh, 2001 From Hell, which we hit on way back in our Alan Moore episode. Uh, From Hell is one of those graphic novels that, you know, it'll take you months to finish. It is very dense. It is very yep. thick. A lot of words. It's classic Alan Moore, a lot of words, but it's also very, very thick. But this is the Jack the Ripper story. And Johnny Depp was in this movie. And, again, Johnny Depp now, I think people are kind of sick of him. Maybe he's also a creep. There's whatever's going on with him. But Johnny Depp, like early 2000s, I thought was in a bunch of good movies. And From Hell was one of them. I, I enjoyed From Hell. Heather Graham was in there. It's, the, yep. it's their spin, again, on, on Jack the Ripper. Good kind of setting. And it's just it's you know pretty dark, obviously, with that story. But I thought it was a pretty good comic book adaptation. It's pretty good. I mean, I didn't love it when I first saw it, and like, it's okay. Now, like, it's watchable, but yeah. it's not anywhere near. And this is where I think Alan Moore, where he had like a problem with a lot of his stuff being put to film. Like, this is kind of where it started. Like, he was not happy. Yeah, he hates all with, of it. Well, he hates all of it, but I think I think partly is he hates all of them because of From Hell. I think From Hell's the only one he's seen. That one set him off. Yeah, that that could be. That, and there's a few more of his on this list as well. Uh, you get to 2002, you get the Blade sequel, Blade 2, which, which was the, awesome. Which, awesome. And directed by Guillermo del Toro. That's right. Which, 
is the best of the blades, I would say. Yeah, oh, and yeah. I, I can make, you can make that argument for sure. I like which, it. What's crazy is if you read or watched The Strain. Yes. Like, Guillermo del Toro's idea of vampires is very transparent because, like, the vampires that hunt vampires in this movie are, like, the ones in The Strain where their jaw opens and they have, like, that long, that tongue kind of thing yeah, going on. Yeah, it's gross. Which, it's, a, it's gross, but it looks awesome. Yeah, it's pretty and good. It's, yeah, so I, I love Blade 2. And, and if, if I were to watch any of the Blade movies, Blade 2 would be first. Blade 2 was uh, really good, I agree. Uh, also in 2002 was Road to Perdition. Now, I saw this when it came out. I don't remember a whole lot of it. This was, what, Tom Hanks, right? Yeah, and Tom Hanks is like this uh, mafia hitman, which, uh, again, it's like completely out of character, and I yeah. think that threw me. Like, it, it takes you a while to get... Because Tom Cruise is probably the nicest person alive. Probably, I'd right say. up there, yeah. Um, and to see him as kind of like an anti-hero, kind of bad guy... It is, was different. It throws you. It was different. I do remember thinking it was pretty good, but I don't have any more details on that. I apologize. And uh, it was, I believe it was Paul Newman's last, one of Paul Newman's last movies, and he was really good in it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Punisher, this is the Thomas Jane one, came out in 2004. I'm with you. I was kind of surprised that it was rated R. John Travolta is in there. Not yeah. good. The whole thing stinks. You get that scene with Kevin Nash, a.k.a. Diesel, uh, as like the big Russian guy. Where the, the Russian, yeah. Who likes, yeah known that, as the Russian. That hallway scene. Uh, Rebecca Romaine Stamos is in there. When she, she was a hot ticket. She was a hot ticket. That's true. Uh, um. Yeah. What was I going to say? Just the the only thing I remember from this movie is the Punisher using like in a highly stylized way, like using a bow and arrow, and that like didn't make sense to me. Yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff in this. And then didn't was this the one too where his kid, like before he died, got him the Punisher skull like shirt. Yes. And then like so after he died, then he like put it on. You're like yes, yes, kind of. Fine, I suppose. Like, look at this cool shirt, Dad. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, piss uh, off. Yeah. <laughs> piss off, son. Uh, let's go <laughs> to same year. They wrap up the Blade uh, trilogy with Bra- Blade Trinity, which I think it's unfairly shit on. I actually enjoyed Blade Trinity. It's the worst of the Blades, and Wesley Snipes really kind of mails it in in this one. But you get Ryan Reynolds as Hannibal. You get Jessica Biel in there as... Um, uh, Whistler's daughter. Is what we'll just call her. Yeah, wh- <laughs> right. Was it Whistler's daughter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think she was supposed to be... Wasn't she supposed to be like Van Helsing's daughter? But then... I forget. Oh, yeah. I, I forget right? Yeah, Wasn't yeah. that what it was supposed to be? But She's anyway. supposed to be a Van Helsing, yeah. But then so is Whistler. But uh, Ryan Reynolds is, plays kind of Ryan Reynolds, right? He's Hannibal. He's but basically, it's a precursor to Deadpool. It is. He doesn't stop talking. He kills vampires. Parker Posey's really good as a bad vampire. Triple H mm-hmm. is in this goddamn movie. Uh, and it's... It's a poor represent, uh, representation of Dracula, but I like how they go just all out. They're like, all right, if we're going to fight the, the baddest vampire in the world, it has to be Dracula. So I, I did like that part. I did like that, too. And, uh, again, when we talk, I, I don't, like don't want to turn this into a, a, an oogling podcast, but primo Jessica Biel. Oh, yeah. Oh, was she something else? Tops. Just and, uh, and and just a real hunky bearded Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is really strong. He was in a this. beefcake in this movie. Oh yeah. my goodness! Yeah, he he looked really good. Pat Oswalt like in this movie as well. Oh yeah, and like you see, like Ryan Reynolds is probably I've seen him in person, and he's probably the one of the skinniest people I've ever seen. Really? Um, 
Oh, yeah. He's now, you've way said that before, but I'm surprised because he looks jacked out of his tree. Oh, he's lean. Yeah, he's the, lean. The boy is lean. But in Maybe not movie, hydrated is, enough. Maybe he doesn't he have enough fluid. Oh, in Blade Trinity, he is yoked. Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't want to get too. I don't want to gush over Ryan Reynolds too much, but let's be honest. There's here. that one scene where they're torturing him. He's like chained up and he's topless. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. my god. Yep. I had to pause it. Uh, let's <laughs> see. Had to take a walk. Walk it off. <laughs> I gotta take a break. We can pick this up later. 2005, Constantine. This is another movie, Ryan, that I think gets shit on, but it's not that bad. This is Keanu Reeves' take on uh, John Constantine, who was a character created by Alan Moore. I love I love the idea of Constantine. Then they had the whole Hellblazer comic run, uh, maybe the best one by Garth Ennis. But Constantine was introduced during Swamp Thing, uh, Alan Moore Swamp Thing run. But this is a guy, you know, master of the dark arts is what they would say about Constantine. Kind of crazy, but I think this movie is actually not bad. It's not bad, and this is like you said. I love this type of character. Yeah, like I would love to be. If I were to, like, you know, exist in the world of, like, superheroes and whatever, like, I would love to be, like, a Constantine-esque character. It's su- he's such a cool character because these other guys that he deals with have, like, superpowers and all kinds of other stuff. And there he is, like, with magic and dark arts and all this other bullshit. And all the, tattoo- the tattoos. All the tattoos. And yeah. I love in comics when he, like, when he works with, like, Batman. Like, it's really cool. Or... Yeah. They even did a good run on the uh, CW show Arrow where they brought Constantine, who was the same guy that played Constantine in the failed NBC show. They brought him back, put him in this universe, and like Oliver Queen knew him and was like, there was a couple issues where he's like, the only guy I know that can solve this is Constantine. And they, they yeah. brought him in. And it was pretty badass. Yeah, and I think that that's why I like that character, too, because like, you have all these superheroes who are dealing with these things, and then Constantine shows up ripping darts, and he's like, you know, I've seen shit, man. Yeah. Like, he- you, you think this is bad? Like someone robbed a bank? Like, please. Yeah, he's just drinking and smoking and talking about how yeah. he's like been face-to-face with demons in hell. You know? It's yeah. like, I've, I've seen some shit. Uh, also in 2005, one of my favorites on the entire list is Sin City. I love I, I, it. I, yeah, and what a phenomenal movie this is. It's like, so just, good. This is, and talk about right from the comics, too. Like, I know, I think traditional... Uh, directors like would 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 scoff at it because it's so green screen. It's almost entirely yeah. in green screen. But Robert Rodriguez did the movie with Frank Miller, and it's like ripped right from the comics. Yeah, and it it looks amazing. Um, if you watch this now, like you'd still be like, "Wow, that's really cool." Yeah, you know, like the way they shoot it and how it's like a negative at some point, and like, you know, just um, you know, Mickey Rourke is awesome. Uh, Bruce Willis is awesome in this movie. Even Elijah Wood, like being that little creep that eats people. Dude, those guys are all good. Clive Owens, Dwight, is my favorite character. Like, one of my favorite characters ever put on screen. He is such a badass. And the way he's shot, it's like, this is the coolest guy in the world. Yep. And, you know, Brittany Murphy's in it, uh, Pick of the Pod. Rosario Dawson's good. Michael Clark Duncan's good. Uh, Jamie Don't sleep King. on my girl Carla Gugino, either. Carla Gugino, bringing the heat in this. It's... Yep. It's awesome. Like I, I, I love, and it's they they pull from a few different stories, and so they just kind of uh, piece them all together. It's like maybe like three main stories. And what was pretty cool is I remember going back and you know listening to some of like the DVD documentary stuff. That opening scene with Josh Hartnett where he's out on the the balcony and yep. you know he ends up assassinating the person he's with. That was what Robert Rodriguez like shopped the movie with. Like so they shot just that, and that's all they had. And yep. then they were like. Hey, like we're gonna make a whole movie like like this, and then people were like, "Yes, please, absolutely." What happened to Josh Hartnett? Where's that guy? Uh, 
Ooh, pick of the pod? Hopefully, no? No, he's alive. Okay, he's alive good. and well. Good, good. Yeah. He's probably getting ready for the next Halloween uh, <laughs> 40 years later, Maybe. perhaps. Yeah. yeah. All right, so Sin City I love. Uh, History of Violence also came out in 2005. That's another uh, comic book adaptation. Uh, Viggo Mortensen. Yep. Yeah, Not and uh, a great movie, a great movie which is overshadowed by a scene where there's a fight in a bathhouse and there's just wieners everywhere. Yeah. Do like, you remember that scene where they're wiener, like in the Russian bath wiener, and they're wiener. just like... Yeah, it's just... Yeah. It's, yeah. Just dong yeah. flapping everywhere. Yeah. A history of violence. Colon, a history of violence. Dongs a flapping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's really, there's nothing more you can say about that film. It's, uh, a good, it's a good movie that's ruined by that scene. <laughs> or, or made, depending on or made. You know, where you're coming like from, I guess. Flaccid pee-pee fight. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, 2006, Ryan, brought us 300. So Frank Miller, kind of off the backs of Sin City and the success that that had, they make 300, which... Again, everybody has said this, but it's true. It's just Gladiator on steroids. Yeah, but this made... Um, G- Gerard Butler. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, Zach. Oh, Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. This made Zack Snyder's career. Yeah. I mean, this was a movie... Again, it, it didn't look like anything. It was just straight brutality and violence, which told a really cool story um, from history, which, you know, it did actually happen. Not the way they said it, but highly stylized. Right. But, um, if you remember, like this is when Snyder started doing that whole thing with the the slow motion, like slow yeah. motion to speed up to slow down again. Like it's that was pretty good. No one ever did that before, right? You that, know, and just uh, I remember that scene when um, uh, I forget the guy's name, but his son died and he kind of broke loose. He like broke rank and was just like, mm. and Leonidas had to go get him, and that was like the coolest action sequence I've seen. I said seen to that point, and other than like the Matrix. There's really nothing better than a little. This is Sparta. Oh my god! I mean, that'll, <laughs> that'll get you rock hard. That, oh yeah, and then uh, you know how many times did you you know kick someone into a pool? Or a like, lot you know, of times. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be honest. A lot of times that happens. Yeah. And uh, you get Cersei Lannister in this movie as well. Yeah, yeah, bringing the heat. Mm-hmm. Always does. Now we go back to another Alan Moore movie, V for Vendetta, came out in 2006 with Natalie Portman and Hugo Weaving. This is a pretty uh, badass movie. Remember, remember, the 5th of November. Yeah, uh, again, when I saw it, I liked it. Uh, um, very sad to see Natalie Portman's hair go. but Yeah, um, but she still brings it. She's so, she can rock a bald head, that's for oh, sure. Yeah, she's, sad. she's bringing the sash, she's no matter what sad. she's doing. Beautiful you know? face, no matter, oh, yes. no matter what she's got for hair. Mm-hmm. This and is a, a movie- wonderful actress. A wonderful actress. This is also a movie, Ryan, where I don't think you can watch this one all the time. No, I think it's just like once every couple years it'll come on and I'll be like, oh, all right, I'll check that out. Right. You know, and I'm good. And like that's, you know, that's probably, probably fine. It's a lot. It's a lot to, it's a lot to take in. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2007, you get 30 Days of Night. So we can at least track Josh Hartnett to 2007 because mm-hmm. he is in this vampire movie, which I actually really enjoyed. Sneaky, one of my favorite vampire movies. Really? Yep. Oh. And because I just love the idea. The idea is of, perfect. Like, like, if you're a vampire, like, why wouldn't you go to a place where it's night for a month? Uh, you know what I mean? And it's like this, would, yeah. small, this small Alaskan town that, you know, that in the, kind of in the middle of nowhere. And just really cool vampires, too. Yeah. Like, and, the, and the graphic novel is obviously phenomenal. So check graphic that out. Graphic pretty nuts. Yeah. 
Oh, I, I should have done this when we were talking about V for Vendetta. We, of course, we uh, we talked to a lady who that was at uh, Rhode Island Comic Con. That was her favorite movie. In fact, she would dress up as the uh, V for Vendetta guy. And she even had some of the weapons, Ryan. I have real daggers. The plastic ones, I can twirl. Remember her? Oh, you can twirl plastic daggers. Mm -hmm. Look at you. Oh, you got to see my hood in my car. Yeah. Oh, I bring no, it. <laughs> if you cannot trust this person, you do not go to this person. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> she's, she's, yeah, she's making good sense here. I was doing Junko Inoshima from Danganronpa. No, that's not the one I'm talking about. I'm talking about the, <laughs> you were doing the V for Vendetta. Thank you so yeah. much for interviewing me. All right, time to move oh, on. Oh, boy. Time, oh, boy. Time to, time to move on. Uh, let's see. 2008, you get the Ray Stevenson Punisher War Zone. And I think you got, uh, what the hell's his name? The guy from The Wire. The main guy from The Wire who played McNulty. Yep. He, yeah. I, I can't remember. Dominic West, I believe his name Dominic is. Dominic West, yeah. He played Jigsaw, and it's one of the worst performances by a character. And, like, he tried. Like, it wasn't like he mailed it in bad. It was like he tried too much bad. Like, yeah, the accent he less. decided to put out there, it was, it was like, uncomfortable to watch yeah. him on the screen in this movie. Like, do less. Do much, much less. 2009, <laughs> Ryan, we have another Alan Moore movie, uh, Watchmen, which I feel like this one, to me, falls into the same categories like Constantine or Blade Trinity, where... I think the initial reaction is like, oh, that movie stinks, but it's actually pretty good. Like, I, I enjoyed Watchmen. Yeah. I like Watchmen. I'll say it right now. I like the movie. Nice. Um, nice. I think, but I think, again, and we've talked about this. We've talked about this movie a couple times on the podcast, and I think it's just, it's too much. Like, you, you, you can't do this as one movie. Well, that's why the HBO series is promising. Like, it needs to be, it, this is very dense. Like, it needs to be more than a two hour movie or two and a half hour movie or whatever it was. Yeah, and there's the whole where you have like the original Night Owls journal, so you get a little bit about the story of like where they came from, and like, and it's more of like a it's like a history, it's a, like a his, alternate history story, which is actually really cool. Like, yeah. what if this happened instead of this? And um, unbelievable characters. Yeah, um, I thought Jackie Earl Haley as Rorschach was awesome. Awesome, I thought he nailed it. Great choice, and he was, like, perfect Great casting for it. Yeah, um, and uh, you know, I just, I just miss it. It's too bad because. Snyder went from three. He went from three hundred, and then he did what was that fucking awful movie he did? Well, before uh, three hundred, he did the remake of Dawn of the Dead, which was really good. Which was good, but no. But then he did what was the one with all the girls? Uh, oh, Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch, which was yeah. like ugh. that was like, a mess. And then he comes back with I, I think my timelines right. I think he, then he came back with Watchmen, or did no? He did uh, he did Sucker Punch after Watchmen. I think he did because yeah, Watchmen was 09, Sucker Punch was was after that. And I I saw having read. Watchmen a couple times, and I know you have too. Um, seeing that, I'm like, you know, I just it makes sense that that I, I think that's the best they could have done with that source material in one movie. Yeah, you might like, be that's right. That's the best. That's the best possible way they could have done it. Yeah, it's, it's not going to get any better as one movie. No, nah, you're probably right. It was casted pretty well. Like I don't have really any complaints there. So it's just tough. Except it's, for it's, Malin Ackerman, she kind of stunk. She was she's uh, she kind of stunk as um, Silk Spectre. Yeah. Too. Yeah, they, maybe we could have done better there. Mm -hmm. All right, 2010. This is one of the surprise ones on the list for me. Not that it was rated R, but surprising it, it being as good as it was, was the first Kick-Ass. Yeah, and how about Kick-Ass 2 being awful? But this this one was, like you said, surprising. It was surprising. With Mark Miller and John Romita, you think like this, uh, you know, I, I was upset with myself that mm -hmm. this movie came out and I actually hadn't read the graphic novel yet. Oh, right. So I was yeah, I, with myself I, I that I hadn't read this. Yeah, I, this was Edgar Wright, all right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was good. And uh, what's her name? Uh, Chloe Moretz there. Yes. She was 
she stole the show in that movie. She was great. Yeah, she, Hit Girl. she was awesome. Uh, so before you get to Kick-Ass 2, you had Dread 2012, which not a lot of people saw, but it, this is worth seeing, and it's, it's really good. If you like Judge Dredd, yeah. and if, like, Carl Urban as Dredd, and uh, I forget her name, Olivia something, she has, like, a really weird last name. But the girl who's in it with him Kunth? is, like, the young, what's that? Kunth? It's Kunth, yeah, Kunth. <laughs> um, I'm going to, hang on one second. Um, this is probably one the most underrated movie on the list. I would say so. Yeah, Dread. Check out Dread. I think I think you would enjoy it. This is what the 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 first one with Sylvester Stallone should have been, but it was yep. Carl Urban. And correct me if I'm wrong. He has the helmet on the entire movie, right? The entire movie. Yeah. The the entire movie, and he doesn't really say much. So that's the opposite of my uh, Avengers criticism, yeah. or how they're always taking the mask off. This asshole has the helmet on the entire movie. <laughs> so it's like okay, so. The girl who plays Anderson in the movie's name is, I, I keep saying, want to say her name is Olivia Thrillby, but it's not. It's Thurlby. Thurlby. I-R-L-B-Y. Thurlby. All right. Uh, okay. Yeah, she's, she's great in it, too. So, and, again, another another appearance by Lena Headey, who plays Mama. Mm, nice. And she's all cut up and yeah, oh, yeah. ex-prostitute is all, face is all cut up, which is awesome. She looks but, nuts. Uh, Great so, villain. That 2013, you get Kick-Ass 2, which we already said sucked. 2014, you get Sin City, A Dame to Kill For. The, maybe the most disappointing movie on the list. Because Sin City, which came out in 05, they were saying they were going to make a sequel. And they didn't until nine years later. And then they did, yep. and it sucked. Like, it was still and, shot the same way, so it still looked the same, yeah. but it was awful. And this is the, this is the, an example of, like... Stay in your lane. Like I think this was direct, written and directed by Frank Miller. Yeah, and it's like you know what, Frank? Like you're an amazing writer. You can't direct. You need Robert Rodriguez. You need somebody because remember he did what was it? The Spirit or the, what yes. was the other movie he did? Yes, The Spirit, I believe, is what it yeah, was. Yeah, and oh my god, that sucked. That too. was bad. So this was bad. They swapped out uh, Josh Brolin in Clive Owen out. That was bad. Yep. It just it was not good. 2015, uh, really good. Uh, Kingsman, The Secret Service, so the first Kingsman Sneaky movie. Good. Was, like, was I, really good. Snuck up on me. Because yeah. people kept telling me I needed to see it, and I'm like, it doesn't really look that good. I know. And then I saw it, and I'm like, wow. Yeah, I waited until it was, it was on like HBO or one of those things. I'm like, I'll watch it. And I was like, wow, why didn't I not see this sooner? So I'm with you. I thought that was and good. because of that, I'm still going with this rumor. I'm on board with Taron Edgerton playing the Red Hood. I'm on board with that. Uh, okay. I don't, I don't hate The kid who plays Eggsy playing I got, Jason Todd. I got Michael B. Jordan. Oh yes. I don't think he's gonna I don't think he's gonna do it now. I think he's too big time. Oh what if it's a standalone Red Hood movie? Yeah. Yes, that's what the world needs, Ryan. That's he's done Fantastic needs. Four, now he's done Black Panther. I don't think he's gonna do any more comic book movies. What if it's Red Hood standalone? <laughs> but what if he here's an idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope you're sitting down. Uh two thousand sixteen <laughs> Deadpool, which we both really love. Deadpool 2 is, will be our topic next week. And if you want to hear everything we have to say about Deadpool, we uh, have it on YouTube right now. But the long or the short of it is hilarious, uh, very violent, good use of swears. Like, if you're going to make a movie rated R, you might as well go to the level of Deadpool. You might as well. And you'd like, and I love the American people for, like, they'd be like, oh, I don't know if this is going to work. And Ryan Reynolds fighting for, like, seven years to get this movie made, and they finally do. And it's the original. I hope, I hope that Deadpool 2 is two-thirds of as good as the original Deadpool. I like know. That's, that's, that's how all it needs good, to be, yeah. In high regard, I think of that movie. I hope 
that it's just a fraction of that good. I'm telling you, with cable and with Domino, I my, I think it's going to be just as good. I'm, Peter? I'm, I think there's a good chance. And you got Peter. And, P- and Peter, who, as you said <laughs> during the live show, he's going to be dead before he hits the ground, jumping out of that plane. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> uh, a couple of animated movies on this list quickly. Batman the Killing Joke, which was Dump. horrible. Uh, Justice League Dark, which was fine. Like it's not. Don't run out and see it, but if it's available to you, check it out. Again, if you like Constantine, you like some of those characters. Yeah. Uh, 2017, probably the best one on this list, Ryan. That'd be Logan. No question. No yeah. question. It's the best movie on this list. Awesome. And again, if you're gonna make a movie rated R, and like with all these superheroes and what they do, like Deadpool kills people. He's not Batman. He's not gonna save them. Like he's killing people. Wolverine. Yeah. When he's pissed off, he's gonna kill people. And there's, I still think the scene when you know they show up to try to take the girl, and they, they and, and and so it's mostly X twenty three fighting, but then it's also Wolverine like at at their little compound there. Yep, that might be my favorite comic book movie scene of all time. I that's I, a good one. I loved I, it. I love the one where Xavier goes into a little goes into one of his spells. He's having a spell. Oh, in the hotel. And the hotel, yeah. and you see like Wolverine, like Logan in slow motion, like stabbing someone like in the side of the head. Oh, it's awesome! You know, like, like that was awesome. Just so uh, it really is. It's it's the best movie. It got snubbed at the uh, Academy Awards. It was just, it's an incredible story. It's well acted. the The action and the violence is incredible because. I don't know, like some of the other movies, you can only watch so many like choreographed fight scenes where like, all right, you go down, you jump over, then you're going to block this punch, you're going to block this punch. It's like, no, he has adamantium claws. He can go right through your brain if he wants to, and he does. And so it's And he's like hacking limbs off, and it's it's just brutal and and awesome, and just like a a gut wrench, like gut punch, like at the end, you know? Oh my God, yeah. So then you also, uh, last year, got... The sequel to Kingsman, the uh, the Golden Circle, I haven't seen yet, but I've heard it's. I haven't seen it yet. I heard it's pretty good. I heard it's like if yep. you like the first one, you like this one, and then a couple of other um, animated movies that came out this year: Batman Gotham by Gaslight, not bad. That's their Jack the Ripper story. It was. Uh, I haven't seen it. I want to. see It's it. good. And then this one I have not seen: Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay, but it's animated. Yeah, I haven't gotten that one yet. Batman Ninja. Batman Ninja, which is not rated R, I don't believe. Not rated R. No, it's not. Now, coming soon, we already hit on a few of these, but Deadpool 2 this week. Venom, later on in the year, that's going to be rated R. Yep. Hellboy with uh, David Harbour from Stranger Things, that comes out next year. That's rated R. The Crow Reborn, which, as you said, is the working title. That's next year. Spawn. And then how about this? Silver and Black, which is going to be a Silver Sable and Black Cat movie, comes out next year. That's a thing. Well, that's what it said. I saw that on the internets, and it said it's rated R. How about that? How about that? All right, Ryan, do you have uh, a top five best of of this list? Okay, top five best of this list. I'm going to go right down the list. The Crow? Yep. Uh, Obviously, Logan. Yep. Uh, Blade 2. Yep. Uh, Dread. Yep. And Sin City. Yeah, my list looks very similar. I would have Deadpool on my list, though. I would go Logan. Oh, I did. What did I? Yeah, it's hard. It's it's, it's, it's tough. There's, there's a surprising amount of good ones on here. Like there's some shit ones, but I, Logan, Sin City, Deadpool are my top three. No questions asked. Blade One and Blade Two and The Crow are all probably in the mix. And I'll yep. tell you what the the first Kingsman 
is probably knocking on the door. Yeah, I really enjoyed the that first church Kingsman. scene. That church scene makes the whole movie. Holy smokes! Yeah, yes, it did. Yes, yep. it did. Uh, the worst movie or movies? Uh, Game to Kill for. Yeah, up there. Sin City Two um, sucked. The Punisher. Any Punisher movie other than the series yep. is, is on for sure. Uh, Barb Wire and Judge Dredd, uh, probably the first Judge Dredd. Yeah, or I would say uh, going down the list. Blah 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 blah. Oh, Kick Ass Two. Kick Ass Two is pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. All right, what character or comic book series would you like to see specifically with an R rating? I would love to see an R rated movie featuring Red Hood and the Joker. Yes, yeah. Like somehow in there, or I would love to see a Moon Knight rated R movie. Oh, very well done. That was also on my list. Mm-hmm. Moon Knight was on my list. What about Red Hood? <laughs> did I say Red Hood? What did I say? No, I'm joking. You, you, you definitely said Red oh, Hood. No. I, I brought it up. So I was like, wait times. a minute. Did I, I say no, Red no, Hood? No, I know you I? did. That's like yeah. the classic. Was he fucking listening to me or no? I was, yeah. <laughs> but, the, the, there was an original Swamp Thing movie, which I don't. There was nudity, but I don't think Swamp it was. Swamp Thing would R. be good, or if they did a live action Justice League Dark, that would be good, rated R, with, with, yeah. with Constantine and Swamp Thing together. I'm yep. with you on Moon Knight. I also, and I know they're going to make the movie. I don't know if it's going to be rated R. It probably won't be. And maybe especially with Deadpool already out. But like Deathstroke having his own. Yeah, that would be good. Would be pretty good. Worry, if, if the person kills people is like an assassin. Pretty much. It has to be, right? That, like I would love for them to do the Gotham, the Gotham City Sirens because I know that movie's getting made. Make yeah. that rated R. Yeah, that'd be, that would be a good R movie. Yeah. What about the boys? We've talked about that before. Oh yeah, so that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a TV series. That's gonna so be a TV that, series, but it better be MA. It better yeah. They should, oh god, like, take a page out of like Preacher's book. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's another one. And actually, you know what? I take it back. The boys wouldn't be a good movie. It'd be too much. No, so the, be good the boys would be a good series. Same with Preacher and already. I is. love that scene when all the the superheroes are being dickheads in the hotel and they go in and wipe yeah. them all out. That's oh, one of yeah. my favorite comic book moments. Well, when we did the episode on failed comic book movies, one of them was the Green Arrow escape from Supermax. If you were going to oh, make yeah. that, that would have been good yeah. rated R. Like if him going up against all his villains and maybe having to kill a couple of them. Because Green Arrow's not opposed to killing people, too, if he has to. No. And Suicide Squad should have been an R-rated movie. It definitely should have been. And actually, on this list, I believe Suicide Squad and Batman v Superman, like director's cuts... We're rated R, R, but it's like, yeah. piss off. It's like, we're, yeah. you know what I mean? We're not going, the movie's so bad, I'm not going back. I've heard it's a little bit better, but I'm, I'm still not going back. All right, anything else on uh, rated R films, right? No, they're, uh, watch them all. Like, these yes. are movies, like, this is not yes. a comprehensive list, but still, like, there's it's, probably a couple we missed, but definitely check these out. Yeah, I, like, when I was going over, I'm like, oh, oh there's a lot of good Except ones. for, by the way, number one with a bullet is the worst list. Uh, I've, the Killing Joke was so bad. Oh, yeah. That was so bad. <laughs> Good point. Killing Joke was... Like, one of the, the best way. Batman stories ever. Right. And you turned it into, like, weird porn. I don't, I don't know what was going on with that. Weird porn. Yeah. yeah. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. All right, Ryan, would you like to kick, receive, defer, or defend a goal? I will receive this week. All right. Uh, one of the things I saw today... Um, not to timestamp it or anything, but it just came out this week. Um, the trailer for the Queen movie Bohemian Rhapsody, starring Rami Malek as Freddie Mercury. Oh yeah, we just we tweeted out the poster just yesterday. You have to see the teaser. It, right. He's amazing as Freddie Mercury. Like he's got the teeth and everything, and like it looks really good. Yeah, he's a good actor. I'm kind of mad we didn't get it in the movie draft, but like it looks good. Yeah, speaking of the movie draft, we are not doing well here early on. It's all right. It's all right. I thought Tyler Perry's acrimony was going to be a lot bigger oh hit for God, us. I was going to murder you for that. 
<laughs> it was a poor it was a poor choice. Uh, <laughs> they've they've all been poor, but we got Deadpool this week. That's our movie. So yep, make some hay on uh, on Deadpool. So here's a show that I just started watching. It was actually recommended to me by my uh, radio co-host Dale Arnold, and it's a Netflix show. I can't confirm that the whole thing is great. It's eight episodes. I've only seen two, but it's a Netflix series called Safe. It's the dude from Dexter, and yep. it's got like a like the broad church feel. Even though I haven't seen all of that, I gotta go. I gotta watch that. I heard that's amazing. Like one of those kind of whodunits. Like oh, somebody's missing. Like what the what's going on? Two episodes in though, I'm hooked. Like I'm in. I can't wait to watch the rest of it. So okay, it's on good. Netflix Dale, right now. Dale knows what he's talking about. He does. He knows a good show when he sees one. So check out yep. the movie Safe. Is he in on Riverdale yet? <laughs> Kieferdale, where Keith tries to convince Dale to watch Riverdale. That was a yep. that was a goo idea, and so. <laughs> I think he likes. I think he's coming around on Riverdale. Which, by the way, I uh, caught up. I am all the way back in on Riverdale. Awesome. It's just. It's an absolute mess, but it's a. It's a good time. Oh, and one other thing that I did, that I am watching too that I'll, I'll make it a, another pick of the pod too is I finally started watching Atlanta. Oh, awesome! I haven't seen this season. The first season, I saw all of it. So I am convinced. And the, by the way, side note: the early reports from Solo, a Star Wars story, are that it's great. And Donald Donald Glover steals the show, which I don't is a surprise that. to nobody. Right, but I'm convinced that this kid can do no wrong at this point. So it's really funny when uh, somebody I I wish I could give credit. I saw it, it was it was like a tweet that was getting like a million retweets, but somebody said something like Kanye West thinks he's Donald Glover. Like yes, <laughs> he Donald Glover doing... is who Kanye West thinks he is. Yeah, correct. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. It's the, you're, you're not the, just just shut up. Like this guy's a genius. Let him let him do all the talking and all the whatever he wants to do. Uh, Ryan, guess what? It's a double dork week. I'm excited. That's I'm right. I'm excited for this. Yeah. There's going to be another dork later on this week, or maybe if you're listening to this now, maybe it's available now. But before the end of this week, it's going to be all things New England beer. We're going to have a couple of beer experts in here, uh, Josh Deering and Will Woodward, who have both been on previous uh, hashtag dork episodes of Days Gone By. They know everything there is to know about beer, so they're going to be in. We're going to break it down, uh, sort, of, sort of a... Uh, little niche within a niche, I guess. But we're going to do something a little bit different. But it's a double dork week. So uh, the beer episode will be out soon. And next week, of course, will be Deadpool 2. So I'm very excited for Deadpool 2. And again, if you don't see it, we always do spoiler-free at the beginning. And then we'll go full heavy spoilers as well. Yep. Excited to see it. I can't wait. You can rate, review, and subscribe on the iTunes. Hashtag dork. You can uh, hit, hit us up on Twitter at dorkpodcast. You can uh, email us, dorkpodcast at gmail.com, and we're on YouTube. We just had a few new videos uploaded, youtube.com slash dorkpodcast. Uh, if the people just want to follow you, Ryan? At Arvon D on any and all social media. I'm trying to get this thing up and running. We're trying to, like, so essentially I got this PC. Now I have to take it apart and put it back together. So that's going to kind of be my summer project. But it's working right now. Um, nice. So I'm just trying to. No, I mean like it works for now, but yeah. there's certain things that I have to get done with it. So right. um, we're trying to get the stream up and going again. A um, lot of ins and outs, a lot of what have yous. But at Arvon D, if you want any and all questions, I think send I. Them to me. I think I know what the uh, our, our lockout should be now on the on the podcast. What's that? Asbestos is the silent killer. It is the silent killer. I'm actually yeah. I live in a very old building, um, and asbestos is is around. While while a great flame retardant. Yeah. Not great for the lungs. No. So, so check beware. that out. Check your house out. And Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folk. You got it.